Welcome to the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I'm your specialist, Nikki Morton, and I'm so happy you're here. Real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. You see, this is a place for you to come and learn, to be encouraged, to grow through anything that life throws your way from a place of power. Here, we talk all things goal-getting, mindset, sustainability, and wellness. I'll take you through tried-and-true processes, step-by-step plans, and personal testimonials so that you can choose your mindset over matter to live your best life possible. I cannot wait to grow with you. Let's jump in. Welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Over Matter podcast. I hope that wherever you're tuning in from, that you are having an incredible day, that you are in a really great space, and that you have some goals that you want to crush, because I am here to share some of my favorite, favorite things that really help me dial in and focus in the times that I need to get shit done and really execute, take action, or spend time doing things that are maybe a little bit more administrative in my business or just in my life in general. And, you know, something that I've been really trying to um, kind of work with is just the natural flow of of the way that my brain works. Um, I think for a long time, I used to go with this mindset that I needed to work 12 hours a day and be constantly grinding, take no breaks and just, you know, grind it out, right? And that's not the case. I'm learning. I learned that the hard way. And I am here to share with you some of the more efficient tips and tricks that I have learned. Um, But, you know, I just have to start out with saying that the first thing that I did when I decided that I was going to come and sit down and record this podcast was to change up my scenery. Because sometimes when I spend too much time in my desk, in my work area, I start getting distracted. I start getting a little bit uh, frazzled in the sense that I just don't, I just, I just get on my phone and then I stop doing the things that I need to do and I can't focus because I'm just staring at my calendar. And so sometimes I just need a change of scenery. So tonight you are joining me at the table in my backyard. I have a beautifully scented citronella candle and a beautiful lawn that I'm looking at with some string lights and my garden's right next to me. And I'm just loving this environment. I love being outside. I love being close to nature. It just makes me feel so much more at home. And so being able to sit here with you in this space uh, virtually um, as you're listening to this, I'm just happy you're here. And I'm happy that you want to focus and get some things done that will really help you get to where you want to be. And build the the person that you want to become. Um, So the first tip I have for you, along with, you know, changing up your scenery is just prepping yourself in your space. Um, Something that I have found is that when my desk area is really, really full of things, I can't focus. It's just too much clutter and I get really distracted by it. And I get frustrated because then I don't have enough room for the things that I want to do. I love to spread out Uh, So I need a lot of space. And so what I usually do is if I know that I'm going to have to focus, if I know that I'm really going to need to get some work done in this space, I make it the most ideal space possible. So I'll clear off my workspace. I will, you know, collect all the necessary materials that I'm going to need, make sure that I have everything. I always have a pen and a notepad set aside 
Um, and I'll explain why in just a second. Um, and then I kind of will do some time blocking if I need to, you know, it's that time. <laughs> but the biggest thing that I do is when I know that I need to focus in terms of prepping my space and myself is this breathing technique. And I call it the four, five, six rule. But what you do is you inhale for four seconds, hold for five seconds, and then you exhale through your mouth for six seconds. And when you repeat this six times, it's actually scientifically proven to lower your heart rate and bring you into a different state, a lowered state so that you're a little bit more calm, a little bit more collected. Um, this is probably one of my favorite tricks because you can do this at any time. Um, when I am feeling very emotionally triggered, this helps me to just kind of bring my level back down when things are going crazy at work and I just need a minute. I will do this exercise because it really does help if you do it to bring you back into yourself, to connect you with yourself again. Because sometimes when emotions run high or there's just a lot going on, it can be really hard to stay connected and grounded to who you are and what you're trying to achieve. And so I highly, highly recommend this breathing technique while you're prepping your space, before you get into a new task, if you've taken a break and you're coming back to something, it's the perfect time. Anytime I go to change a task, I will usually do this breathing exercise just because of the fact that A, it's so quick and B, it really doesn't take, like, it actually does wonders. And it's so crazy to me sometimes that so the things that are so simple can make such a big impact. Um, and the, the other thing that I do when I, I mentioned a little bit that I usually always have a pen and a notepad set aside. And that's actually aside from my journal or like what it is that I'm working on throughout the day, because a lot of times what we'll do is you open a new tab in your internet browser and then you open a new tab in your internet browser, open a new tab so that you don't forget any of these things. But it's also been proven that when you open a new tab, it's kind of like when you walk through a door and you forget the entire reason that you walked in there in the first place because your brain is now checking into a different area, different space. And so by keeping this notepad and pen aside for myself, as I work through things, if something pops up into my head, a podcast idea, a client story, a testimonial or something of an idea or to-do list item, I will write it down on that notepad because that's kind of my catch-all. And the reason I do that is A, for the, to you know make sure that I keep myself focused and on task, but B, when I release that and put it on the notepad and get it out of my brain, my brain doesn't have to think about it anymore. So that means that I can release it because my brain has already decided, okay, I don't have to remember that because it's written down in stone. Like it's, it's there for me. So your brain will actually release it, which frees you up to work on the things, to focus on the things because you're not having so many other, you know, strings of yarn rolling around in your head that you're throwing up, right? It's all out on the paper so you can come back to it as you need it. You don't have to worry about remembering it right out of the gate. You're all set. So give that a try, honestly. One of the best tips, I have it at work, I have one at home, and it is a game changer in terms of my focus. I have a really hard time, pretty sure I'm undiagnosed ADHD, uh, and it's really hard sometimes for me to stay focused. And so anything that I can do to help myself and in turn help you to be more productive and to focus on the things that you need to focus on, I am happy to share, even if it means 
sharing how distracted I am and how much I procrastinate all the freaking time. Because you know what? It's a growth process. And sometimes you just got to grow with it. You know, the best teachers are still learning and the best healers are still healing, as they always say. And I'm a firm believer that the best time to share is when you're going through the the challenge yourself so that you can relate and so that you can, you know, talk and have people help you with these things. And as we move now into this era of, you know, we're, we're trying to, to do this focus, we're trying to be more aware of where we're spending our time and we're trying to learn and to grow. It's important to be cognizant and to be aware of your space and yourself and the tendencies that you have when it comes to your to your study time, when it comes to your focus time, what are the bad habits that you have? If you know that you're someone who's on their phone all the time, don't have your phone in the room or put it on do not disturb in a different place where you can't see it or give it to someone else, you know, um, which actually perfect segue, huh? Didn't even realize. Um, but the second tip for gaining more focus and being able to really hone in on what it is that you want to work on is to ditch your phone. And I know it's hard to do because we are conditioned to be phone addicted and technology addicted. And there's so much information flying at us at all times. But here's the thing, you guys, the blue light in our phone is addictive. It triggers the same brain, like the same area of the brain and the same pleasure point that cocaine triggers. So when you look at your phone constantly, you're giving into that addiction. And when you check your phone first thing in the morning, it's basically like saying, okay, someone who did Coke went to bed and then eight hours they woke up and immediately did Coke, like an addict that was just like needed it. Right. So when you check your phone first thing in the morning, you are giving into that. And not only that, you're four times higher likelihood to check your phone throughout the day and throughout um, when you're working than if you take the time in the morning to spend time away from your phone. So part of my morning routine is that I don't actually check my phone until I'm ready to engage and open up essentially my internal door is what I call it. I do not open my door to the world for the world to come in and that technology to come in and, and everybody else's things and information to come in until I'm ready because there's things that I need to focus on and I want to be prepared and I want to be able to give myself the best chance, whether that, you know, it's just something small I can do, like not checking my phone first thing in the morning or something big, like time blocking my schedule and actually sticking to it. There are, there's, I mean, I can't even tell you how many, so you all know, you all know. Okay. We all know having our phone around us is bad when we're trying to work. Okay. Let's just be real. But I understand as well, and especially in my own business, that when you work in an online platform or you're working in technology in general, if your clients are on technology then or on social media, and that's where you connect with your clients, then how can you stay focused and, and do all of that? And the biggest tip there is just making sure that you only use what you absolutely have to. Yes, you should have time to just scroll on your phone and be, be on your phone, take a break. But when you decide that you're going to lock in and you're going to focus, you have to keep yourself focused. You have to say, no, I'm not doing this. You can use Mel Robbins five second rule and catch yourself. When you catch yourself scrolling on your phone and you know that you're not working, say, mm, I'm not working right now. And I, I dedicated this time. Five, four, three, two, one, put the phone down or put, throw it on your bed, put it on airplane mode, throw it on your bed, 
dial in for an hour and just work. Like, I can't tell you how satisfying it is for me to get done with an hour or two of work and realize that I haven't checked my phone. And guess what? Half the time, I didn't miss a damn thing. Yes, if you're a parent, you should definitely keep your phone accessible, but you don't need it all the time and you don't need it face up on the desk. Heaven forbid you get a missed text message. They can wait. If your goals matter, if you're aligned and that's is really what you want, then you have to prioritize it. I can't help you with, I, I mean, that's just, it is what it is. You have to decide and prioritize and say, I'm choosing this. And when you make these decisions, that's when the changes can start happening for you because you're willing to sacrifice your screen time in order to benefit yourself long-term in order to create that dream life for yourself. So be willing to do that. The third technique I'm going to give you is the Pomodoro technique. So in this case, you're going to be working with time and not against it. Because as I was talking about earlier at the beginning, like we have, like our brains naturally have a kind of bell-shaped uh, focus time. Like it, it goes in waves of we're not focused, we're not focused, we hit peak focus, and then we come back down. And the Pomodoro technique suggests that our brain has this natural hill trajectory about being about 20 to 25 minutes is, is the average. And so if you work with your brain's natural bell shape and you give yourself 25 minute slots with five to 10 minute breaks in between, you can A, focus way more because you're actually working with your brain's natural um, focus pattern. But if you can do it and you can actually time block yourself in the right way, you are able to get three times the amount of focus in one hour that you would get if you took one hour's worth of work and didn't do any breaks. So keep that in mind as you go in. I know it's really, you know, part of that hustle culture, put in the hours and grind, 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 but take a damn break too, because your brain needs it. And so do you focus only comes when we give ourselves time to focus and then time for our brain to play. We need play. It's part of who we are as human beings. We need off time. So be okay with taking a break. Don't feel the need to be hustle, hustle, hustle all day long. It's not sustainable. And if you want to keep focusing on it, give yourself that time. Because if you do this, you can get four to five times the amount of work done if you do this over the span of a few hours. Imagine taking an eight-hour workday and turning it into a four-hour workday because you know how to prioritize your time and you really work with the time that you have instead of working against it and trying to force yourself to do something that your brain's not ready to do and it's not really necessarily set up to do either. Because I know for me, I have seen my productivity soar by starting to take breaks, by starting to rest more, by starting to be more in alignment with who I am and where I'm going and, and the business that I want to build of being in alignment and being um, more heart oriented, more heart centered uh, than hustle, hustle hearted, if you will. Um, so the, the last tip I'm going to have for you, and this is kind of funny because I think that this is really unexpected. If you follow me on social media, you probably are going to be kind of shocked to hear this. Um, normally on my social media, if you see me at the gym, you know, I'm listening to E40, you know, I'm listening to Bay area rap music. It's my shit. Um, 
I can throw down with that pretty much any day of the week at all times. However, when I am trying to focus or when I am trying to really get some work done and I just need to, I need something in the background, I actually play classical music and I play instrumental classical music that is Beethoven, Mozart. Um, I have a ton of some music collectives and uh, different instrumental versions of songs that I love um, that I play because I can't get distracted by the song lyrics, but there's still a beat. There's still a rhythm. There's still something for me to kind of hum along to or kind of have my brain wave along to that allows me to have my brain explore, have my brain focus on the things that it needs to do, but still be entertained enough in the background and stimulated enough that I can focus on the things that I need to. This allows the brain to like clarify its thinking and it also releases dopamine for pleasure. So fun fact, classical music when you are studying and trying to focus is really good for you because it releases that dopamine for pleasure. It gives you that better mood improvement. And here's the thing, you guys, we make changes when we feel good about them, not when we feel bad. So make focus good for you. Make focus fun for you. Make any habit that you're trying to build fun for you if you actually want it to last. You know, I know that it's it's hard sometimes to jump in to that focus when you're kind of overstimulated or when there's so many things going on. But I promise you, if you take these tips with you, if you prepare yourself in your space, if you are ditching your phone for a little bit, if you're trying out and using the Pomodoro technique and you're listening to some classical or some instrumental music and you put all of these things and you roll it all up into one little sushi roll, what would that do for you? What could that focus bring for you? What results could it bring? What productivity could it bring for you? Would you get the things that you want with it really move the needle in your goal? Could you get that life that you want? Could you make the money that you want? Could you have the family, the relationship that you want with your friends, with your family? Could you have the job that you want? Could you have the position that you want? If you just took the time to hone in your focus. I don't want to build a business myself that I feel like I have to work 190 bajillion hours a week. I just don't want to do that. I really don't. If I'm going to own my own business and I'm going to make my own schedule, I want to make my own schedule. And so I've been thinking about that and I think about that a lot. And again, I know it's really easy to jump into hustle culture and work all the time. But hear me out. If you turned an eight hour workday into a four hour workday so that you could spend time with your family, with your friends, building those relationships, building those skills, practicing the things that you want, going after your goals, being present in your life, what would that bring to you? Because I know for me, when I spend my time and I'm more focused and I have the time to be more present with my family, I show up better any day of the week than I do if I'm overburning myself by trying to show up and show up and show up and show up and not take a break. If you are sitting here listening to this, feeling that burnout, take a break and show up again tomorrow. You'll be okay. Take the little tips that I've just given you, implement some of them into your life, give it a try. If, if you need any support in that, if you have questions about that, please, Hit me up on Instagram. We can totally chat. My handle is at Nikki Morton with two N's. I'm going to drop it in the show notes as well. But 
just know that you have support. And if you need help focusing, I am here to help guide you so that you can be productive, so that you can become who you need to become, and you can get the goals that you want to get. You are absolutely going to crush it. I just know it. And as always, you guys, make good choices. I am sending you all the love and all the good energy and all, all the focus vibes that you need, okay? Go out and crush it, and I'll talk to you next time.